Hey, welcome back, listeners, to the mm, Wrestling Show. Uh, this is the Raw Rundown for uh, May 21st, 2018. Uh, it's good to be back. Uh, obviously, if you've been checking out the show, you will have noticed that we uh, missed a few things from the last two weeks, I think. Uh, you know, I was planning to be a little bit more consistent, but then life happened, so I wasn't able to get... Uh, episodes up last week at all and missed some the week before but uh should be back on track here now so let's uh get all caught up and uh, see what we saw today or talk about what we saw today on raw uh you know again may 21st 2018 uh the opened up a show with kurt angle he came out here talking about uh some matches about money in the bank uh so you know what he's about to talk about what he plans to do he's going to sign you know he's going to preside over the signing for uh, nia Jax and ronda rousey but stephanie mcmahon comes out she says you know she forgives kurt angle about uh you know for what happened at wrestlemania 34 and uh you know She's going to do what's best for business, and she's going to be there to sign, uh, you know, to preside over the signing for uh, Ronda Rousey versus Nia Jax. Um, you know, she even recognized the fact that she did tap out. Uh, you know, she gave recognition to that when the fans started chanting, you tapped out. Um, let's see here. And then uh, Roman Reigns uh, comes out, uh, you know, uh, you know. They keep trying to push on us that uh, management doesn't like Roman Reigns. Uh, so Roman Reigns comes out here. He voices his opinion. Uh, he's not happy with the fact that, uh, I guess, that he is not, you know, going to be in the money in the bank. So uh, Stephanie tells him he has too many chances. Um, and, you know, she doesn't like his tone lately. And then, you know, Roman response was saying oh well you know you should watch your tone with me because if you don't then i'm going to go in the back and beat a you know beat down every superstar in the backstage that you like and then kevin owens comes out kevin owens um says that uh you know he's he's what stephanie mcmahon wants because he's what's best for business kevin owens admits you know, like he says, he admits what everybody else won't admit about Roman Reigns, and it's that they like him because, you know, people do like Roman Reigns, um, myself included in that. Um, let's see here. He tried to get a thank you, Roman chant going, but, you know, to no avail. The fans weren't going for it. And, of course, he was doing that in tongue-in-cheek, of course. Um and then, uh, you know, he's talking about how he's best was for, he's best for what's he is what is best for business. And he rests his arm on Stephanie McMahon. She didn't really like that so much, and you know she's not happy with uh, Roman Reigns either. So she says, you know what? Let's go ahead. Let's make a match right now. And then so we get a match between Roman Reigns and um, Kevin Owens. And then uh, this match itself was a decent match, and actually, uh, you know. Yeah, you know, it's it's a Roman Reigns fan, you know, so fans are going to be 50-50 on it. Um, at points, they weren't liking it, and then points, they were liking it. And actually, just when I thought it seemed like Roman Reigns was about to build and fans were really going to, you know, start to get behind him, Jinder Mahal comes in and he interrupts the match and uh, he starts putting a beat down on uh, Roman Reigns, of course. Then we cut to commercial break. Uh, I didn't like the way this was cut on 
on TV because we cut to commercial break. And then when we come back, we're having a, oh, so actually right before a commercial break, Seth, uh, Seth Rollins comes down. He runs down to save um, Roman Reigns from getting a beating from Jinder Mahal and Kevin Owens. And so then it, cut, it cuts to commercial break at the point where Roman, I mean, where Seth Rollins uh, gets Jinder Mahal and Kevin Owens out of out of the ring. But then when we come back from commercial break, we're in the middle of a tag team match that was apparently made during the commercial break by Kurt Angle. And so now we're having a Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns versus um, Jinder Mahal and Kevin Owens. And then, um, yeah, this was this was actually a really good match in itself as well. I thought, you know, obviously Roman Reigns, uh, you know, being in there, um, you know, you didn't, they didn't do what you thought they might where, you know, they were trying to get, you know, fans are always complaining that they're trying to get Roman Reigns over and they didn't really do that here. You, you know, if they were trying to do that, they would have kept giving Roman Reigns the hot tag, but actually uh, Roman Reigns was giving the hot tag to Seth Rollins and Seth Rollins was coming in and putting on, you know, great performances like he has been doing for the last few months now. And, it, you know, overall, it was a really good match. Uh, Seth Rollins and uh, Roman Reigns ended up picking up the win here. Uh, but then that dirty, no good Jinder Mahal attacks them with a chair after the match is over. Um, so we got that. Uh, next up, uh, we have we finally got down to the segment where uh, Sami Zayn brings out Bobby Lashley's uh, sisters. I say that in air quotes. Um and uh, they tell, uh, you know, each it's each one of them, each one of Bobby Lashley's in the air quotes sisters is actually, you know, uh, a man dressed in a, you know, dressed up in a dress and a wig, and they're all, you know, got some kind of silly story that they're telling, you know, just to make fun of the stories that you know that Bobby Lashley did two weeks ago, and um, yeah, let um. Let's see here. Each of them is telling a story about how mean Bobby Lashley is. Uh, um, what else? Um, they say that even their parents hated Bobby. Uh, and then Bobby Lashley enters and he comes and puts a beat down on everybody. And that was that. You know, nothing too exciting. I guess you got to see how strong Bobby Lashley is, but we already know that. Um, it's building a feud between him and Sami Zayn. I don't, you know, like I wouldn't think that Sami Zayn would have much of a chance in that type of a match. But, you know, I, I, I'm kind of liking the story of it so far. Hopefully they'll keep building on that part of it. Uh, next up after this, we had Ember Moon versus Alexa Bliss. Uh, Ember Moon got the win here. This was a really good match, I thought. Um, both both performers did really good. In fact, uh, might as well just say a Raw itself was the show overall was good. Um, again, the uh, the Eclipse, you know, Ember Moon's finisher is phenomenal. That is a great finisher. I love the way that looks. Um, but again, overall, the match itself was really good. Um, you know, it was a it was a fun match to see. Both of the women are of similar height and size, so you know, this one I actually believe when they fight each other. I wish that you know. When Naya was, you know, going against Alexa, that it would have been a crushing. But we can talk about that more in a second because that is actually brought up later. Um, next up, we had a little backstage thing where uh, Finn 
Balor and Braun Strowman are backstage. They're looking for Kurt, uh, but Stephanie McMahon has taken over Kurt's uh, Kurt Angle's office for the night, and they are saying that they want a rematch with uh, Dolph Ziggler and Drew uh, McIntyre. But Stephanie kind of reminds them, like, hey, you guys aren't really a, a tag team, so what's the point of doing that? Uh, so, you know, how about we actually just make a match between the two of you? And, uh, you know, earlier in the segment, uh, you know, uh, Stephanie McMahon showed that she had a fruit basket and offered fruit, and uh, Braun Strowman took an apple. They both decided that, you know, they wanted to have the match, and uh, to intimidate Finn Balor, uh, Braun Strowman crushed the apple in his hand. Uh, that was pretty cool to see. I'm sure it was, you know, a working apple that they had already, you know, kind of squashed it so it would be easier to squish. But it was, you know, just showed how strong that Braun Strowman is and, you know, made Finn Balor get a little bit scared. Uh, let's see. Um, next up, we had No Way Jose versus Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin won. I can honestly say that I am so over Baron Corbin and No Way Jose that I wasn't even really paying attention during this match. So Baron Corbin got the win. I don't have much else to say about it. Uh, let's see. Uh, next up, we had Kurt Angle uh, talking to Chad Gable in the back. And then, um, you know, Kurt Angle's telling Chad, like, oh, I was actually going to give you another chance before Stephanie McMahon made me give Kevin Owens another chance. And then Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler come back, and then they start, you know, having issues. And then so um, Kurt Angle decides to make a match, uh, be later in the night. He didn't really announce it, but it ended up being Dolph Ziggler versus Chad Gable. And then... Uh, so after this, we actually had the B team versus Brizango here, and the B team got their second win. Uh, so now, you know, Bo Dallas and Curtis Axels, ever since they made the switch to being the B team, they are now undefeated 2-0. So, man, they are hot fire. And, you know, actually for this match, I mean, they did a good performance, but then after the match, uh, I really enjoyed watching Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel celebrate. They got on, like, one of the chairs. Uh, from the announce table and they like rolled down the ramp and like crashed on the floor like they were having a really good fun time celebrating him i think that was really fun to watch it was very entertaining um just reminded you how fun wrestling is supposed to be you know it's an entertainment show and it was very entertaining just to watch them you know be so excited like they can't believe that they're actually on a you know a two match winning streak so you know it was it was entertaining and fun Next up, we had the Ronda versus Nia Jax at Money in the Bank contract signing. Uh, during this segment, um, you know, Stephanie McMahon is trying to, you know, put a wedge between Ronda and uh, Nia, of course, and get them really fired up with each other. Um, you know, neither of them are really saying much, but, you know, ends up working the end because, you know, Stephanie brings up like, oh, you know what? Uh, Rhonda, the reason why Nia wants to challenge you is because she knows that, you know, you're used to, um, you know, having to fight within a weight division, but there's no weight divisions here. So Nia is a lot bigger and stronger than you. So, and she knows that you've never had a singles match. So you're going to be easy pickings for her. And she knows if you lose, you know, um, you know, that you've never taken kindly to losing 
obviously they're making a UFC reference there that and so if you lose you're probably going to like tuck your tail and run away and so Nia Jax will be seen as the uh, baddest woman on the planet instead of you at that point and then um you know they kind of see through it at first uh, what Stephanie's trying to do but it ends up getting under the skins and it works um you know Stephanie brings up the fact that um uh she says uh, to Naya that uh, Rhonda, you know, thinks that she can beat you be because you're lazy. You know, obviously making, you know, a weight reference here, uh, you know. And then, of course, this. So now, you know, Naya has been dealing with this for a little while now because of Alexa Bliss. Um, you know, in that feud. And this, that was actually brought up during this. Like, you know, Stephanie was like, you know, if... How, how are you going to be able to beat Ronda if you can even handle, you know, Alexa Bliss, who is a third your size and smaller than Ronda even, and it took you forever to beat her. Ronda thinks she's going to be able to beat you, and the reason why it took you so long to beat Alexa is because you're lazy. And then, you know, of course, this is what actually sets them off, and they actually start to get in each other's face, and they have a, you know, they both sign the contract. They have a nice little stare down here. Ronda tells Naya that, you know, she's going to take the title and her arm, um, like, you know, insinuating she's going to get her in her arm bar there. I thought this was really well done. Um, everybody involved did good. I thought Rhonda really shined on the mic as well. Like, I thought she did really good. You know, you know, ever since the beginning, there's been always some, you know, criticism of her on mic performance. But I think she did really well tonight. Uh, so that was really good to see. Um, and I'm excited to see that match. I know, um, again, we missed last week's episode so we didn't really talk about it so when it was just announced the fact that Ronda was going to have a match with Nia Jax a lot of people were like oh my gosh it's too soon but for me I'm really excited about it um I think you know and then at the time it was announced it was still a long way away so Ronda and Nia have plenty of time to work out their match with, she, with each other and get it all rehearsed and you know worked out on what they want to do so that they can both put on a good match remember um, you know, as green as uh, Ronda Rousey is, since she's never had a singles match, Nia Jax isn't the most, um, you know, veteran wrestler either. So I think they'll be, they'll both be able to, you know, compete with each other and you know put on a good show. And both of them are gonna, you know, this match is gonna raise both their stocks in my eyes, and I'm excited to see it. Uh, after this, we had um, Chad Gable versus Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler got the win here. Both of these guys are very good te technical performers, so you get to see a good match. Um, and Dolph Ziggler got, got the win. Um, let's see here. We had a qualifying match for the Women's Money in the Bank uh, match next. It was Natalia versus Dana Brooke versus Liv Morgan versus Sarah Logan. And Natalia got the win here. Um, it kind of makes me wonder. So we know Natalia is going to be in the Money in the Bank match now. Um, people have been speculating maybe the reason why Ronda would get a push for a title now if she wins at Money in the Bank. Uh, you know, maybe Natalia, you know, maybe she would win uh, the Money in the Bank match. You know, then she would, you know, turn on her her heelness and take the title from Ronda. You know, take advantage of the fact that. Uh, 
Rhonda sees her as a friend and then, you know, steal a title from her when Rhonda isn't expecting it. Um, so that is something that, you know, to think about in the, the months ahead as we head into Money in the Bank. Uh, next up, we had a really fun match, I thought, between Elias and Bobby Roode. This match was really good. Uh, both performances did really good performance of the match. They've had a few matches lately uh, that, you know, a few of them were kind of dead and not the greatest, but I thought both performers did really good in this match. They both looked really strong. Uh, this match was really entertaining. Um, so I thought they put on a really good show. Uh, Elias ended up getting the win, but I think the main thing here is that uh, both guys, again, were starting, you know, they had reached a peak and they were starting to go back down the other side again but i think after this match they're you know right back you know and past the point where they were before especially bobby rude bobby rude really needed a match where he looked strong um to get people on his side again because they had you know the fans had started to you know quiet down a little bit more during his matches but they were excited for this one and then next up, we had our match between Braun Strowman and Finn Balor. I thought this was an excellent match. Uh, you know, really good performances. Uh, Finn Balor, even though he's a lot smaller than Braun, uh, because he is such a good performer, he is the type of guy that I would believe, okay, he would, you know, give Braun Strowman a run for his money, and he does in this match. A lot of good, um, you know, maneuvers during this match, um, you know, and good in-ring storytelling you know Finn Balor going for the legs of Braun Strowman trying to you know cut the man down um you know it wasn't just random moves that Finn Balor was trying like he was actually going for a strategy so that made it more believable as well in the end Braun Strowman got the win uh, he of course always looks strong during the match what I noticed during this match too is that he was very vocal during this match uh, you know he was you know yelling a lot in the match you know during his guttural grunt that he does or yell and then he you know was talking a lot of trash to Finn um, so that was some you know a little bit something more, more added to his character I thought and then um, you know at the end you know it looked like maybe Braun Strowman was going to pick Finn Balor back up and start doing some more power slams, but he ended up picking him up, putting him in the corner, and showed some signs of respect there. Uh, so that was really good as well. Um, I didn't, I don't really want to see Braun Strowman like turn full heel for no reason. Uh, I think he's one of those guys that you should be, a, you know, he should be a tweener, not really, not really a baby face, not really a heel. He's that guy who can, um, destroy anybody just because he's so big and strong he can but if he goes out of his way to beat an opponent like who's already a baby face like Finn Balor that would probably start to bring his stock down so I'm glad that he didn't go all the way there and do that because then he would start becoming more of a heel heel and I don't want him to do that I want him to be an in-between guy who is just you know kick butt enough that uh it doesn't matter who he faces, whether they're a good guy or whether he's a bad guy. Just like, you know, Stone Cold back in the day said, um, I think, you know, it, it's good for him to just stay neutral and no need to go the extra mile and give beatdowns on uh, baby faces. Uh, but yeah, guys, that was the end of the show, actually. That was the Raw Rundown. Uh, sorry that we missed out on uh, last week and some the week before, so uh 
getting back on track here. I have a lot of catching up to do later this week as well. I'll get all caught up on NXT and 205 Live on, uh, you know, a weekly episode of that. I'll cover everything else that I missed just in a quick rundown, you know, for each week. Um, you know, we'll do a SmackDown rundown here soon, you know, the after uh, SmackDown is over. And then uh, later this week, uh, Andrea and I will do our regular episode uh, together and get everything back on track and keep going. I was feeling a little bit bad that um, we had gotten off schedule here, but I listened to one of my favorite wrestling podcasts earlier this week, and they've actually been going for over a year now. And uh, they were actually, they missed a, they missed some last week. There's been so much wrestling uh, lately. It's, you know, it's tough to cover, but yeah, again, one of my favorite wrestling podcasts uh, uh, out there. I don't want to mention them here because, you know, we're talking about how we, uh, you know, by, you know, not purposely, but we accidentally, you know, missed some time and on episodes. And, you know, they did the same thing and they've been going, you know, four times long as we have and they're a lot more popular than we are. So, you know, I feel like, oh, okay, if the, you know, if the big guys are doing it, you know, for the small guy to do it, you know, maybe it's not as bad as I thought, but we'll get back on track here. Uh, but thank you guys for tuning in the show and uh, we'll catch you uh, tomorrow for the SmackDown rundown. Uh, see, until then, see you later guys. Bye.